Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday, 14th of December 2019. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me this week's Andy Vaughan. Good evening, John. And Gordo. Good evening, John. This is Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Because the I had to move these around. It's the perfect time. The worst Andy, time. Andy, it's not. Well, man. it is because it's as close as possible to the weekend, so you get more information. It's the blurst of times. I'm all about the more information. <laughs> I'm not like Gordon. He's got his picks for the next three months uh-huh. already written down. It's just Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a really difficult list. Yeah. Um, so, picks from the 7th of December. What a week. What a week we had. What a week. 9 you out of 12. You guys were massively impressive on your oh. banker values and outsiders, but all the bankers, we we sold it on that when we started this, was the very minimum needs to be all the bankers. All the bankers. Yeah. Are, so I put the treble on of the bankers every week, and it was nice this week. But my banker know. was 2-0 down at half time. <laughs> and, yes. and looking at Twitter, no one was impressed. <laughs> and, and one of the other teams in the division actually tweeted don't worry this happened to us like two weeks ago and we ended up winning 4-3 and then of course come Bristol back. Rovers came back and won 4-2 so that was that was nice Could be Millwall well, like, like the, the other night that I, I was on my, it, was, it was part of a treble I had on it was very annoying it, so my banker my banker I went annoyingly conservative which is probably a <laughs> fucking a, a theme, theme for this yeah. <laughs> So your banker was Salzburg versus Tyrol over two and a half goals. Just over and there, was, there was a goal within like 40 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a second goal within five minutes. Yeah, it was and then there was a disallowed third goal within 10 minutes. Yeah. And then just before half time it went 3-0. It's great when you get that tick next to it on your betting slip though within like the first half. But ah. the, the interesting part and something I probably should have noted is the last time they played was 5-1 and there's been two previous 5-1s in the last eight years between the two. They've not played a lot. So five one. five one. It's a five one. It's normally something I chucked like a five pound free bet on. Yeah. Just to go, if this comes in, it's really good. Mm. Yeah. But the odds on it, like, due to that, were massively cut. Yeah. Still one to four. One to four's on yeah, it. Yeah. Banker. Good shout. Uh, mine, so as we already said, was Bristol Rovers. Uh, quite big odds of just better than one to two. Did you just re-back that every time uh, Southend scored? No, I just left it. I should have, though. Um, so Bristol Rovers ran out four two winners. And mine was Olympiacos away, and they won three 0 It was two to seven. Very convincing. That was the one you were waiting on the next it was. night. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was that was the Sunday game. It was good. Uh, my value: Slovakia Pilsen, Victoria Pilsen. They were on the cunts list. They will never be used again. End so, of story. They lost two one. So that game, because I put a fiver on all our picks, and that game was the that killed the twelve team coupon. at the time. Yes, yeah. it returned one hundred and eleven thousand if it came in, and I think my cash out went up as far as four hundred. Yeah. yeah, which was uh, which uh, was good. It was a good run. We were saying that the other day, though. You were actually unfortunate with how the games fell for you because that game was really early on. Ten, yeah. If that had been, on, if that had like, been later, like because we'd already got both our outsiders in, so yeah. like, the odds were quite good. If that had been on the Sunday, maybe. But hey, yeah. a twelve of twelve week will come. Yeah, 
Um, so my value was in the Scottish Premier League. It was a very informed Motherwell against a pretty dreadful Hearts. Uh, Motherwell home win 1-0 at odds of evens. Hearts are fucking terrible. Well, they're awful. They Have you seen they've got a new manager, though? Yes, but mate, what Daniel can they do Stenhill. with them? I don't know. He didn't even know who they were like three days ago. <laughs> what? So he was Barnsley manager? He was. And, and before was that... And Hibs have nicked Barnsley's manager last season? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense to me. It's just a, that championship's clearly ten point. So, <laughs> so my girlfriend saw him being announced as manager on the news, mm-hmm. and she went, "He doesn't look like a football manager at all. He looks like someone that works in B and Q, or someone like you." I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean B and Q employee material? <laughs> what do you mean someone like me?" And she went, "No, he just doesn't look like he's spent a life being a." professional footballer because he really doesn't <laughs> yeah uh, but he did have a, a reasonable career in Germany right well a reserve judgement but I think yeah Hearts need a whole new squad because mm. they're awful <laughs> they're, they're bad um, <laughs> it's probably worth looking out for whoever Hearts are playing in the next few weeks and yeah. just keeping an eye on it with a new man in charge but uh, yeah I think I got Motherwell at 6-5 to five, um, so that was that was a lovely win uh, and mine was, uh, this is the start of the section where I talk about how much I bet against Bayern this week. Last week. <laughs> Duisburg um, beat Bayern 2, uh, 3 goals to 2. They were 3-1 up and they scored, uh, Bayern scored in the 90, Stoppage time. 90 plus 4 or something. Uh, yep, came in pretty com- comfortably really, to be honest. My outsider was terrible and it almost rivaled your one, Andy, from the 8-1 a couple of years ago. Now, I don't know if it rivals that or not because at least that one was like 16-1. to 1. Yeah, I mean, my my team to even get a draw though were still like twelve to one, and it was eighteen. It went out to as far as thirty to one, and this is this is when I was telling you. No way, no, because I looked at three six five, and X two was still five to two. Mate, you were not looking on the same place I was looking because Skybet had posted that they had seven players missing, and they were like thirty to one to win and eighteen to one to get a draw, and that's why I was saying to you, fucking cash out now before this game starts. You were still getting the benefit of the doubt with bet three six five. Benefit of the doubt, I don't mind. I made a lot of money this weekend. <laughs> Cash money. Yeah, they lost 5 now and I took the double chance. Yep. Nice. <laughs> well, there was fucking... Yeah, that's bad. I mean, that's really the, the only blip out of yeah. the whole podcast last week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it was a 5-1 to one shot, so grand. Uh, my outsider was 10-3. It was Osnabrück away at Kiel and Osnabrück won that match 4-2. So pretty comfortable outsider win. Mine so comfortable, like just slid on in. <laughs> um, I watched the highlights for this game, so I had Munchen Gladbach to beat Bayern, and I watched the highlights, and Munchen Gladbach didn't feature until the 60th minute. All the highlights were of Bayern. They hadn't had a shot. They hadn't had a shot. They'd, uh, they scored a header from a corner, a really good header, and then uh, Bayern kind of started falling apart a bit. They missed a really good chance to go up to one, and I was like, fuck, that's their one chance at it. And then, because there's no VAR in the... In the, in the, no, 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 there, there is VR, but they didn't review the penalty. Like, they had a look at it. Uh, the, the ref went, no, no, it's definitely a penalty, definitely a penalty. Didn't even consult or anything and went and they went and scored it. He slid right underneath him, he made no contact. I would say you don't need to make contact to to give away a foul. But he basically, he, he, if it's a reckless challenge and the, it was and a, the attacker it was a, has to hurdle him and break stride, you have essentially cheated by sliding in and committing a foul. I, I, I would have. I wouldn't have given it as a penalty. I'd have been annoyed See, to concede re- this penalty. The reason that this whole contact thing does my head in is that's why people leave trailing legs. 
to, to get the penalty that they deserve from someone making an absolutely horrendous tackle yeah. that would end a goal scoring opportunity. So you only, have to you have to leave your leg in to get touched. The only time no contact is not a booking or a red card or anything is when a player pretends to throw the ball at another player and he shits himself. <laughs> really? That's that, fucking excellent. John's opinion. Somebody did it to Barry Ferguson, I remember, an old firm a few years ago. And then I seen a Falkirk player do it to a United player recently. That thing like where you go to throw it and he then goes, drop the ball instead. He goes like throws it and like holds it into himself and the guy turns away and he's like laughing in his face and you're going, I bet if you feel like if you went to like headbutt somebody and fake do it, you get sent off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, so then they scored this penalty and the the VR review took place on the encroachment into the box. That's ah, what so they, that, was that, the that was the that was the delay. And uh, yeah, no encroachment, two one. Comfortable. <laughs> But that was that was that was almost four to one. Yeah, it was. Uh, and you know, it was even more annoying because um, both a, cu- a couple of my games, like Duisburg, um, and at Duisburg at one point when they before the game had drifted up as well. Munchen Gladbach were twenty two to one to come back and win that game during the oh when they went a goal uh, down. Yeah, when they went yeah, a goal down, they had no shots. Nothing. They, there was no chance of them winning the game. So uh, at no point could I've taken them in conjunction with anything though when yeah. the games were taken. So, but good result. Uh, Charity did not come in, but uh, Lack Lins away to Wolfsburger thirty to ten, three one, pretty comfortable, good was, result. They've, really won, good they've, won, they've won every game away from home this season. Yeah, and continue to roll on. I took Leicester away at Villa, who <sighs> ran out four one winners. How did this? You didn't like that not, price. That not, price was brilliant. I do think it changed on Tyrone Mings getting injured. No, <sighs> Leicester was, always going to win that game. But was it not one one when he went off? No, it was two one. No, Grealish Leicester went. Scored. Leicester went. 2-0 up and then Grealish scored and Bet365 had paid out oh. so I actually didn't job care done. Yeah, yeah job done Yeah, as soon as you get a two goal lead in your Bet365 have paid out and Dundee United winning the championship yesterday what are they 10 or 11 clear? 10 so I think maybe that's for specific leagues as soon as a team goes 10 points clear maybe that's the rule same as the I two think, goals up I think they just base it on the money when to close the market yeah, just on. let's not take any more yeah. yeah we're paying out a small amount let's yeah. get it done why not but yeah, and it was me who fucked the charity this week. I took um, Deportivo La Coruña to draw with Zaragoza. And was, it, was it even close? Uh, they got back to two one at one point, and they were they were doing a bit, but they caught the break. So um, and they lost three one. But uh, and the annoying thing is, and not on the podcast as well, I led that selection by saying previously I'd have backed Zaragoza now, but experience has taught me that uh, Deportivo get draws against teams at the top <laughs> of the league because I went back and listened to the podcast. Um, so yeah. I'm sure when I posted my mega coupon as well. In the Facebook group, Jason Stott said, "This is all going to come crumbling down with Gordon's terrible draw shout." Anyway, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like th- "Thanks, Jason. Thanks for the the vote of confidence." Did we have any winners within the group? Oh yeah, so there was there was, there was plenty. Um, George Jones put out a great shout on Man United at the weekend. Um, he's a Man U fan, watches the games. I think we talked about this on the group chat. Yeah, just yeah. when I seen they were twelve to one or something yeah. before the game. I was exactly. Like, yeah. How? So, great shout from him, and I know a few, a few of the boys made money on that. Um, Martin Erickson took Osnabrück and Munch and Gladbach, so Mining Gordon's Outsider as a double um, at 25 to 1. And that came in. <laughs> Fucking so, hell. Spicy. So, so, excellent from that. And I know who else? Uh, Stuart Errington, he, he had a punt on Edinburgh City. He took minus 1, which unfortunately didn't come in. They were playing Cove Rangers, um, and I think minus 1 was like 7 to 1. Uh, but after looking at it, I took Edinburgh City to be leading at half time and win the game so that came in for me um, so cheers uh, cheers Struan that was really good and finally Michael Garrett yep um, he had the he had all of our bankers 
plus Celtic, I believe. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> All of our bankers. Okay, man. Was he just waiting on Celtic? Yeah, yeah. Because that had been quite the sweat, I think. I took I took both teams to score in that game. Very frustrating. <laughs> I when when Rangers got that penalty and the man the man went off, everyone that had Celtic on a coupon would probably not have felt too hot about it. Yeah, Mate, it was awful. See, even that penalty missed one, and I've never felt twenty thousand people just agree that Aye, we're done. Th- there's no goal. Yeah, like that was that was all it was. There's no goal coming. It's it's absolutely done. Nothing changed, nothing. As a neutral, I thought it was a really good cup yeah. final to watch. Very, very good cup yeah. final. Yeah. I um, had a good chuckle at Frimpong's post-match interview. It's been shared everywhere. The fact that he's like clearly unmedia trained at all. And like the girls like, so do you think it was a penalty? He went, absolutely it was a penalty. Should I get sent off? Ah, open for debate. <laughs> and it was like, and then she was like, all right, okay. Um, like asked him some That's other, quite refreshing, I yeah, like that. And, he, and they asked him some other questions as well, and he's just like, I can't remember what he says, it's a really like... Oh my days. Oh my, yeah, saying. he keeps like, going, oh my days. And he's like, so close and all this stuff. He's like, I was just looking back at the manager, and he was looking at me and all this. It was a really good interview. That's Co- cool. Conroy called him right away. Like, I think he'd done his first interview maybe two months ago, mm-hmm. and Conroy wouldn't shut up about him. Which is nice, because I would like if like, like one of my favourite Rangers players would start speaking English. Yeah. To be able to do interviews. Yeah. Because I'd like to hear from him now and again. But I mean, probably not going to be here long enough. Nope. But that that penalty does my boxing, man. Honestly. Who well, would you a, fancy, ba- who a, would ba- a bad day. A bad day for you, but an excellent weekend for the podcast. Exactly. Podcast and, and the listeners. Sports book balances around the globe. <laughs> Getting cheeky with it. Getting cheeky with it. This week's Scottish players abroad or getting ziggy with it. Which he can't really be this week because he had a free week. So because yeah. the Australian A-League is transformed. Wonder what he did with that free week. I don't know either. Probably just chilled out. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll, f- I'm sure we'll find out yeah. soon enough. Um, so he was free week. Jack Harper, Alcacon lost 3-1 at home to Oviedo. He was not in the squad. He seems to always be out that fucking team. Yeah, I know. I, I'll, I'll look through the Alcacon lineup for him. And he's never there. Never there. And he's not even on the like injured players list. Oh, is he not? No. Because that's what I've assumed, because every like, couple of weeks, he's straight back into the starting 11. Yeah. And then out again. Uh, Liam Henderson, still, he's been out of the squad for seven games in a row now. Yeah. It's not, his future's not looking bright there. Nah, they lost 3-2 away to Atalanta, who are a good side. But I don't really know how he's going to get back in that team, because... They're, they're not playing... They're not playing terribly. They're okay at home. Away from home, they could probably do with an our midfielder. Charlie Gilmore over in Holland. Telstar drew one each when Breda. He's got a huge game coming up next week against Ajax in the last 16 of the Cup. Televised. It is on TV. Oh, yeah. um, watch it on Skybet probably as well. Mm-hmm. That's just your best. You need to put a bet on, I think, to see it. Not a problem. Just for all our listeners, <laughs> live football on UK TV is... Just type that into Google. That's an excellent website. Can you watch it on Android phones? No, it's not for watching. It just tells you all the football is oh. televised and what channel it's that on. That's fantastic. Um, it even even does things like, you know, uh, specialist YouTube feeds. You know, official ones. Right. It's got them as well. So anything, if you're based in the UK or have a UK IP address, all the things that you can legally watch um, are listed on that website. Live football on UK TV. Uh, both goals, highlights are on. Both goals in the Telstar and Brother game are very similar. Both cutbacks from inside the box. Good finishes inside the box. Charlie Gilmore could have had an assist right at the end, but it was um, our famous 
like assist where you're kind of playing a very simple pass <laughs> and somebody hits a strike for 30 yards. Yeah, brilliant. And he smacked the bar. So, no win for Charlie Gilmore. Tony Watt has had an indifferent week. Played the league game against Arda away, played 83 minutes. Um, hit the post in 32 minutes. Good co- good chance from a corner miss that Tony watched. I probably took the header on. But the next game, <laughs> next game, it was the same team in the cup. So they're now in the quarterfinals of the Bulgarian Cup. Um, Tony Watt did come on near the end. And he had a one on one. I think I've talked about Tony Watt before. Diving. Yes. You need to go watch this because there's no replay of it. Oh, it's just a one and done. Like Hits a shot. <laughs> keeper gets a touch to it. Goes wide. He what keeps running towards the goal because he's been pelting at full pace, and the ball is bouncing back in from the stand, and the keeper goes to like palm it out towards the corner flag. Yeah, just to return yeah. the ball basically. And Tony Watts maybe two feet to the side of him, and froze froze himself to the ground, holding his face. For all I know, the keeper might have actually slapped him with the ball because you can't see for the angle. Right, but it looks like a terrible pathetic. dive. <laughs> yeah, but he is off the pitch because I can only assume he has actually been hit. But there's no angle, so people, it's on there. Go watch it. Clean through and goal. Misses his chance. Kiefer makes a good save, to be fair. But then he decks it, and I can't tell what's happened. A ball to the face is sore. Not if the keeper's just palming it to the side. If it's a mitre mould master. <laughs> I don't think ab- the, the official ball of CSK <laughs> <most probably. laughs> It's absolutely agony. <laughs> Ryan Gold suffered his first league defeat for SC Forenza in, I think, 12 games. Mm-hmm. They lost 1-0 at National. Um, two early corners Ryan Gold put a great one in on somebody's head National then took the lead after 20 minutes Gold had a good chance from 8 yards out they probably should have scored cut back from the left back he's running onto it but he hits it for a crowd of players straight at the goalkeeper uh, 43 minutes Gold, uh, Gold set up a goal for the striker but it rolled offside no replay but it definitely looks like he cuts it back yeah like it looks like he's ahead and he's put it back mm-hmm. into the striker's path because they're going mental but Did you draw a line on your screen? <laughs> Just try and get it back. measure somebody's fucking shoulder was. Aye. Um, Friends were then denied a blatant penalty after about an hour in the second half. And Ryan Gold had got snapped off a ball trying to play a 1 2 round to one of their midfielders. He's got wiped out and there's a wee, a wee kick out by one of them. Don't know which player it was, but Aye. they're going after our boy. I like yeah. the notes here. Ryan Gold involved in an altercation. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get these directly I'm trying to from ma- the Portuguese police? He's quite slight. Yeah, he's so, also he's also a really nice guy. So like, I can't imagine. So he's coming. He's coming inside off the right wing, and he's nicked a ball just round him and fielded it yeah. by a one-two, and the guy just bars them off the ball as he's played it. Yeah, but I'm I'm just and imagining then, if there's handbags afterwards. I can't ever imagine a situation. He needs honours. He holds his leg. It looks like, and the guy trying to tries to stamp his leg back at him, and then pushes his head away. But Ferenc absolutely pummeled him in the second half. But that's national now. Just cut the league down to two points because they're second. And so top of the table clash that one. That was, but that was a chance to go eight points clear, and all but secure your return to the top flight of Portuguese football. Well, you rightly belong, Ryan. If you're listening, belongs higher than that. Fraser Hornby for Cortrike. They won two one in the cup in Eupen. So Fraser Hornby's Cortrike are through to the quarterfinals of the Belgian Cup, which is excellent. We don't have any highlights of that game. Can't find them anywhere. Not on their Twitter. Not on YouTube. They were down one 0 I know that. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, come back from it. Uh, went away to Mechel and he played sixty minutes in there. Uh, nice opening goal. Only highlights of that game are both goals. Goal. <laughs> Nothing else to see. No fucking about. I like that efficiency. <laughs> um, and over to Australia, Claire Emsley, who's on loan from Orlando Pride with Melbourne Victory, played the full ninety minutes. Uh, lovely first goal for Melbourne by Emily Van Eggman. Uh, good run by Emsley to take the centre half away to let the other striker be played in. Um, Emsley had the post 
it was like a cross in the left wing curling in and she's just got a toe in front of the defender near post, hit the post. Uh, poor goal conceded, dink ball over the defence, right back should deal with it, nothing done, one each. And then I believe it's Sofia Huerta in the second half, is uh, just a fucking beautiful peg on the right back. Like it was, it reminded me, I remember Alec Cleland, uh-huh. not the same thing, but Del Piero done a turn to him. And there's like, if the internet had been alive in 1997, gifts everywhere, gifts yeah. everywhere of Alec Cleland still, still in Stadio del Alpe. When they, that was a joke that I seen a Rangers fan put, and I thought it was hilarious when they knocked that stadium down, going, Alec Cleland's still there. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Miatovic scored the winner, left it not a half volley, but it's like bouncing. It's bounced a few times, but Quarter she catches volley. it on the rise. An eighth volley. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful into the far corner. So they're through to the fifth round of that cup. Uh, cup. Claire Emsley seems to be a, pretty much a mainstay of that. Mm-hmm. Good. Force. Our sponsored player, Michael Hewitt. So Auchinleck Talbot. The Talbot. Uh, won quite convincingly. Yep. Their, their social media and videos now are great. They, they were quite, they were the most impressive. Nine plus minutes of highlights. Yeah. And slowing down the goals. Yep. That yep. was quite impressive. I was... Should, they could have slowed down both. So our sponsor player, Michael Hewitt, got sent off in the second half at <laughs> 4-1. The game finished 6-1. The first one is, it's like a slight nudge in his back when he goes for a header. Mm-hmm. And you can see Michael Hewitt say at least four times, it's my first fucking foul. Yeah. And it's nothing. I mean, it's it's not like an elbow to the back. He's literally maybe put his hand in the guy's back in the air. Yeah. And he's thrown himself to the ground. The second yellow for the penalty, he definitely wins the ball. Yeah. The ball, you... you you only get one angle, but the ball goes the other way. When he, that was what Andy Gray used to always say. If you can see the ball going the direction the player's sliding, he's probably almost certainly it. touched the ball. Yeah, and it literally goes back at an angle. You know he's won the ball, but the penalty made it four-one. Sent off out of ten men, so he'll be missing for. Will be. Well, I don't know if there is an appeals process. I mean, it's it's bad when the when the sponsor player is suspended, but it's great when he makes headlines. Yes, uh, sending off good. scoring goals well done, last son. week. Yeah. Yes, sending yes. off today, getting involved. Talk of the <laughs> league goes off. Goes off for saying Joe Anner and Michael Hewitt, trampled bed sponsor player, <laughs> is leaving the pit. <laughs> so this week's picks. I'll start. Banker in Croatia. Osijek versus Slavin Belupo. I'm going over one point five goals. You're getting one to three. As per Skybet, just now, I can't tell you what will happen when this podcast comes out. Did you did you just get the weird thing I sent you, the screenshots of both my picks being frozen odds the minute the game kicked off? Yeah, it just stopped. Yeah. I was like, what, is this like linked direct to my phone that it knows? It was only two games in the whole of the calendar on Skybet that I couldn't actually go in and put a bet on whilst they were in play, and I still didn't really have a reason for it, and never let me back in to bet on them. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so over 1.5 goals there's a few numbers here but I'll try and keep it easy Osijek's goal ratio after 18 games in the season for for and against is an average of 2.6 Slavin Bilupo is an average of 2.75 Osijek's average home scoring for record is 2.2 and Slavin Bilupo's conceded record away from home is exactly two goals. So you can take over 1.5 goals in the game at 1-3, to three, but I would also look at Osijek just for over 1.5 goals themselves, themselves, which are much better odds, but that is not the one I'm picking. I'm just saying, in all their home games, and all Slavin Bilipo's away games, they have conceded and scored over 1.5 goals for the home team. But I'm just going for the game's total, 
over 1.5 goals, 1-3. to three. Cool, cool. I like that you're going to this depth when I just go, that other team's shite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so my banker this week uh, is a pow at home to Lepoy. Pow! Pow! Punch in the face. Um, top versus bottom clash. Pow have played eight and uh, got 18 points. Lepoy have four points from their eight away games. Uh, they're just not a very good team. Um, it's actually good news because I ha- had no price for this. I initially thought it would be about 1-3. to three. It's actually 1-2. to two. Um, Power, Power and Kirk are the two guys that are running away with the league. Um, Lepoy are just really, really bad. They were one of the promoted teams last year. They can't keep up the pace just of this league. Struggling. And they're struggling. So, 1-2. to 1-2 now? 1-2 to two now. My banker, Saturday, 12.30. Easy man, this is just that's the whole point of a banker. <laughs> Liverpool at home to Watford. That Liverpool should be on every coupon and every single bet that anyone puts on this weekend. Just to add it, just I, to boost. I do actually value. think one to five is ridiculous. One to five. Normally, when you hear odds of one to five, you don't think they're tremendous odds. These are tremendous odds. Well, Norwich, what was no, Norwich versus Man City early in the season? Man City were one to eleven to win away at Norwich. Yeah, that's who, hard who, who, away from home. Who were a better team than Watford? Yes. So this makes no sense. It, it just makes no sense to me at all. One to five since the year two thousand, right? Liverpool have won every single game they've played against Watford at Anfield. Right? <laughs> that's it's only six matches because they dropped down the division. But the last three that have taken place in 2016, 2017, 2018 have ended five nil, five nil, and six one in favour of Liverpool. So these aren't just wins; these are absolute horsings. Yeah. Um, and the way and the way that Liverpool are playing just now is, I would say, arguably better than they've been playing at any point in yep. the last 20 years. And the way Watford are playing just now is awful. They're rock bottom of the table. They're on the third manager of the season. Yeah. They conceded they went up 1-0 and I lost mean, 2-1 at the weekend. I, 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 would, I would happily look at this Liverpool minus two. Yeah. Like, what you get still think, I have no idea, but because this is the banker bet, I just want to get something just to boost coupons and to include in the banker treble. So I'm taking just a Liverpool win at 1-5. at five. But I honestly think if you want to start messing about with handicaps, this is the game to do it. Yeah, because our, our free bankers are going to get you over over even money. Returns. Over even money, brilliant. Um, Just having a look at this to see what you get for your... Um, like... we've, we've talked about adding segments, and I think a segment I would like to add to this to make it more debatey is a rule change means... or a law change that we should try and suggest. See as and when you see things that fucking wind you up. You should try and write down what your suggested law change would be. Okay. And, and for me, I think that managers should adhere to a transfer window as well. So that clubs and players can't just fucking shit the bed and go, Get rid of managers, I, don't like yeah. this, I don't like this cunt, yeah. so I'm going to stop playing. You go, no, 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 he, he's the same as you. End of the season. You can't leave till January. Yeah. He's stuck here. If we're going to sack him, we'll do it in January. But until then, you better fucking start playing because otherwise you're going to be in the relegation I was, zone. I was just thinking, what could... What, how could people mess around with that though like say your manager was shit and well, you're you going to get relegated well, you could, you what, could, if a, what if a fan tries to assassinate him because no, <laughs> like, yeah. like, obviously there'd have to be a thing if, if a manager still, got ill or died you would have to get someone else in but it would be the same way with players you can terminate a contract but you would have to promote from with what you already had okay so you could just do what they normally do and bring in a caretaker until you then you have to wait to January to appoint a new manager yep that, that's the way it should work it's just how can you fucking go through free? How can you be in your third manager of the season already? That means with the caretaker probably t- having taken the last game, um, was it Hayden Mullins, I think, that took the game? No idea. And got an L-0 draw against Palace. And I, I don't know when they sacked Flores and when Sanchez, or when they sacked Sanchez and Flores, Flores came, came in. Back. 
if there was another caretaker that maybe took a game. That's madness. They could potentially have had five managers in like 14 games in the league. That's fucking embarrassing. That shouldn't actually be allowed. No. I, I agree with you. That, like, I, I think most people would agree with you. And what's just getting boring is the fucking... Constant Eng- manager, manager English speculation. Fo- <laughs> English football gets a lot of grief and a lot of it's rightly so. Mourinho made a wee joke about it. Referring back to a comment he made when he was Chelsea manager when he said he'd never managed Tottenham. And he goes, what changed? And he goes, oh, I get sacked by Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. And he went, that's all well and being cute. But what you're actually saying is all it takes for your principles to change is fucking what, not having a £7 million a year job for two seconds. He could have waited for the Bayern job. Because I took a job in Portugal, no bother. He could have looked elsewhere in the world. But he's literally went back to Chelsea's rivals. With Mourinho, it's because he's a fucking narcissistic prick. It's deliberate with him that's going back there. He would have taken the fucking Arsenal job if it got offered to him. It, it fucking it winds, it winds me up so much that these these just happily move around clubs. So Alex Ferguson that's his, would never... That's his livelihood, though. And if a team sacks you, what are you meant to do? Just not work? No, you still get paid until your contract's up. Right, so just not work? Yeah. Well, you can get. This, nah, I disagree get, with you that. Totally, totally disagree with you. You should be free to go wherever you like. Well, it's the Fabregas Chelsea thing. What not to do is don't make statements you don't believe in. Yeah, okay, I'll agree with you in that. I can say categorically, I will never coach, manage, or work at Celtic or Tottenham. Whether that's ability wise or through my own choice, it's yeah. easier for you to say that <laughs> than it is Jose Mourinho. Nah, it's fucking yeah. What I don't think Jose Mourinho would have worked at this, Celtic. This, this coming in, John has just been signed by Tottenham. <laughs> He's just wearing the tie already. So I, I, sorry, I knew this was coming. Honestly, I could, I could see that categorically. Never ever do the fucking oh, either of them. It's madness. At any fucking level. But I don't think this is this isn't just a new problem either. Though, do you not? I remember when Tommy McLean became the Dundee United manager. He had his previous job. He had been Wraith Rovers manager for a day. So he got introduced at the press conference and everything like that. And then obviously Jim McLean, his brother on Dundee United chairman, yeah, and went Tommy fucking. One day the United <laughs> job. One day. Getting to get his tracksuit measured or <laughs> I don't know. So the point in that was being that uh, Ancelotti, who's been Chelsea managers, linked with numerous jobs in England that are available just now. Everton. Arsenal. Emery's been linked with the Everton job. Pochettino's been, yeah. been linked with the Arsenal job. You're going, nobody actually gives a fuck. Like, nobody actually gives a fuck about anything they've done. Nobody. Just go, I'll, I'll take another job in our club that was just in the road. Or my, my biggest rival. No, oh, just down the road's fine. Stay in the same house. Mourinho never lived in Manchester though He lived in a hotel Yeah he refused to leave his house in London He was like I'll fucking stay in a hotel during the week and that's it Shit That sort of does say something though doesn't it It says everything about him Yeah Everything Likes London You can tell I don't like Mourinho much yeah, But I could direct this at Fabregas as well Where never, I've never played for Chelsea thing And then As soon as an offer came in You're like uh, oh okay I'd never played with Chelsea Until this check moved me Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Liverpool are going to beat Watford, guys. You'll get them at 1-5. to five. It should be on every coupon. Yeah. Yep. My value is in Germany, and it's your outsider pick from last week. Away to Kiel. So we've got Osnabrück at home to Dresden. Dresden have previously bet against with Hamburg, and it's been Hamburg's only winning about eight games. Um, Osnabrück are even money at home. Four wins from five in their last five home games in the league. Um, they've beaten the top two of three they beat Stuttgart and Hamburg in that time that's the biggest one for me as the yep. last two home games and Dresden have the same reverse record away from home where they've lost four of the last five even money seems really good for they're us. in good form and they're scoring goals it's, it's everything you want playing at home yeah so Osnabrück at home to Dresden even money nice sounds good um, 
my value, I think, is my bet of the week. I'd, I'd comfortably say this. Um, so, Inter away to Fiorentina. Um, Inter got put out last night in the Champions League, and that's probably a good thing in, for this bet. Are they in Europa now? Are they out completely? Europa. Europa. So, that'll, uh, they would so, the, so the, it's not as if they've still got some pressing. They'll be playing wherever they play. If they get further on the Europa, then they might. They'll take it seriously yeah. later on. So, but uh, Inter are the form team in that league, just under Lazio. Uh, they've got 13 points from the last five. Fiorentina have won one point from the last five games. They've got eight points um, all season at home. They're, in no, they're, they're not a good team. I think Inter will go here and they'll win comfortably. And you're getting them all over evens, 12 to 11. I really like that bit. My note to add to this is that Fiorentina have been okay at home getting draws, except when they've played any of the current top four. Any good teams. Napoli, yeah. Juventus. They've drawn Juventus, lost to Nazio and Napoli at home convincingly. So mm-hmm. anytime a good team comes calling at home, yeah. they seem to fucking crumble. Yes. So I, I'm, I really like that. And I was saying to Andy earlier on the week as well, I think it's an excellent, excellent pick. Is that your favourite? Oh, yeah. He likes it. Likes it a lot. My value bet, I'm in the Portuguese Primeira Liga, so the top division in Portugal is Setabal versus Aves, and you'll get the home team Setabal at even money. They're 11th in the league. Aves are bottom uh, of the 16-team league. They've zero points away from home this season. <laughs> that's so that's, bad. So that's having lost every single one they of their lost, seven road they games. They lost to Ryan Gold's friends, 5-2 yeah. in the cup. They below. They're really bad, and they're really bad away. Uh, Setabal, they don't score many goals, yeah. but they also don't concede ever. Um, <laughs> like, I'm being serious. They've conceded once in their seven home matches. Right, okay. One goal against. Um, so they're a decent mid-table team. Eight points from the last five matches. Aves are just so dire. Um, I guess the one thing that you could look at and go, even is a big price for this. Why are you getting such a big price? Probably because Setabal don't score well, so many well, goals. That's, yeah. that's my only question in part. But Aves are so bad. <laughs> That I reckon they'll be able to score against them, and should they score against them, that game's over. Yeah, it's like right. Bel- do we not take Bellini? It was nothing. It's me Bellinis to beat Aves at the start of the season, and yeah. just a f- other dial. So that's Saturday at eight thirty PM UK time. Okay, my outsider is in the Bundesliga two again. Sandhausen at home to Hamburg. Hamburg are third in the league, but they've only beaten Dresden. They've won once in their last eight games, mm. home or away. The re- I was looking into this quite. In as much depth as possible Sandhausen have beat Stuttgart who are just above Hamburg in the league with 20% possession Ooh. they had none of the ball and stung them on two counter attacks and that was the way they played Hamburg have lost the last two away games keeping 65-70% to 70% possession so it's going to be similar they're going mm. to sit and it's the 12.30 game on Saturday afternoon on BT Sport 3 Sandhausen will sit in and I honestly believe the way Hamburg's defence is because they get rid of David Bates I see. are going to fucking fall apart because they started really well and I, I was like oh, Bates obviously wasn't needed but they are fucking stinking now same boy same guy who was playing beside him the Slavic guy No, the was bit, absolutely uh, no Van Drongen yeah. the fucking Russian Belgian looking cunt yes he's fucking he's, awful oh he's rubbish um, so if you're actually going to watch that game honestly Sandhausen will sit in and be boring and let Hamburg have all the ball and they will try and catch them on the break. 11-4 to four was too good. Won the last two home games. As I said, Stuttgart are above them. It's going to be that exact type of game. Hamburg, all possession. Sandhausen break. Nice. Uh, so uh, uh, my outsider this week um, is Sassuolo away at AC Milan, which doesn't seem like it. You look at the, you look at the, the just the colours and the form and various different things. They're both near each other in the table. 
I mean, any other season with AC Milan, we weren't having a fucking terrible time. This would be a comfortable win for them. However, Sassuolo get results against the bigger teams. They drew two each with Caligari, um, and they had a penalty missed in that to, to win the game 3-2. Um, they, they do well against kind of bigger teams. They, they drew with Juventus as well. I, I just, I, I fancy them away from home. I think this is a similar thing to, you're saying they'll have none of the ball and they'll be hitting them in the break. Um, but I just think that they're a better team, a better price than AC Milan. I would be nowhere near AC Milan this weekend. Yeah. The, I AC, looked at, AC what odds you get? What odds you get? 4 1. Yeah, I looked at the double chance. It's 10 to 11. So it's not four like. 4 1's good. I yeah. like 4 1. I quite like the double chance because AC Milan draw a fucking shit ton of games because they are rubbish. They're mints. And um but Susulo, I mean they get they get a result against Juventus. They they they, they drew one each with them. Right. Um so I I feel like it's a it's a good pick. Four one. My outsider, I'm taking my banker of last week who did the business, who are now an outsider, and you're getting the very tasty odds of ten to three for Bristol Rovers away at Ipswich. That's England League One, Saturday, three PM. So Ipswich are second in the league. Bristol Rovers are fifth. Um, the team's only separated by five points in the table. But Bristol Rovers very much have form in their side. Ipswich struggling at home of late. They've won none of their last five home games. Rovers, away from home, have won four of their last five road games. So you're getting a very good and informed Bristol Rovers team against an Ipswich side that isn't firing on all cylinders just now. And the 10-3 price tag is enough for me to back the away side in this one. It's the side I'd be on. I wouldn't want to bet on Ipswich. No, odds on. That's mental. The draw would still worry me. But Ipswich do draw a lot at home, but they're fucking rotten. Mind they're the ones I've tipped to go up as well. Yeah. But, I mean, they're still, like, what, third in the league? So, not. in that league, I think I tipped Peterborough. They're on, all my, they're on all my coupons, and they're doing all right. I've got a very, I've got a very nice fourfold, so Dundee United have already paid out. Um, Peterborough, to be promoted, is on that. It's like This returns, like, a grand off of a tenner. Right. Um, Copenhagen to win the Danish league which is looking a wee bit dodgy yeah that's not happening is that on that one no that's on a different one it's Edinburgh City to win to win their league so Cove Rangers obviously are, they're reeling them back in but where it's all falling down is Arsenal to finish top four <laughs> <laughs> I'd like uh, I like, I'd imagine bastards see when, bastards see when, see when Bet365 decided to pay out in that do you think it was like alright close the Vaughan account <laughs> <That's> just <laughs> one it's fine he's doubled it with Arsenal on <laughs> all his bets and we're safe so yeah, it's Bristol Rovers away at Ipswich uh, 10 to 3. Uh, this week's charity, again, £10 treble of our own money. All goes to Beats and Cancer Trust. For so I think we hit it three weeks ago. In the last two weeks, we've been we've two been, out of three. Yeah, we've been so close. I'm in Denmark. I'm taking Copenhagen home to Odense. 46. Best home team versus six best away. So they're not bad. But it's the four out of five. Copenhagen won four of the last five home games. They're in really good form, actually. They're through in the Europa League. And Odense, although they're quite high in the league, they've lost four of the last five away from home. So it just looks like it's leaning the right way. 46. It was 45 yesterday, so it's going out. I just don't know where it'll go. Copenhagen need the wins to keep up with Mitchelland. Yeah. They need the wins. And I think Odense, they know their place. It'll be fourth or fifth. You know, there's three there's three teams that'll compete in that league. Uh, it's Mitchelland, Copenhagen and Bromby. And then the rest will... Chase. Yeah, just, Chase. you know, try and just finish as high up the table as they can. So I quite like the Copenhagen pick. 
Cool. Uh, so my charity is Lorient at home to Auxerre, the form team in the Domino's Pizza uh, French League too. <laughs> um, they are, their home form is fantastic. Um, they are the form team in the league. They've got 12 points. Auxerre are not. They, from the last five games, they've had three points. Um, it's it's a, a, a it's a team that should be in the it should be heading up this year and they know that and this is the kind of game that's going to confirm that they're just a better team than Auxerre Auxerre away array record is pretty poor they lost in the cup to a team in like the French region they lost to the equivalent of Talbot in the cup Auxerre right, okay. um, they lost at Homburg Hot which have no other results and they're they're, they're, that, ju- bad, yeah. they're that bad they've just beat Auxerre and that's it they'll get a result in the next round whoever they play 3-5 um, um, Lorient are not any good uh, sorry, Oxera not any good. Lorient are great. I'm in the German Bundesliga Saturday at 2.30. It's Paderborn versus Union Berlin. Union 10th in the table with 19 points. Paderborn are joint last. They've only just got 8 points uh, for their campaign so far. They've only got 3 points from their 7 home matches this season, so they just don't perform very well at home. Union are in good form just now. One of the form teams in the division. They've got 12 points from the last 5 matches, so that's 4 wins out of 5. And I'll take Union Berlin to win away at Paderborn at odds of 6-4. to four. So that's Copenhagen at home to Odense, Union Berlin away to Paderborn, and Lorient at home to Oxair. Oui. <laughs> Lorient at home to Oxair. Yes. Uh, have you that got anything else? That works out at exactly 5-1. to one. Oh, I'll take nice. fucking yes. So that's definitely 60 quid going to Beats and Cancer Trust. Yep. Uh, anything else this week, betting-wise? Arsenal to beat Man City. Mate, that oh, ain't fucking happening. No, it's Arsenal just not happening. Have you seen I've the what? fucking injury? Have you seen Tierney's out for three and a half months? Yeah, dislocate shoulder. That's fine. I, I, I you've. It is. I having watched United play them. City are us last year. So, gents, in the Trample Bet Draft League, which I take incredibly seriously, <laughs> I have Kieran Tierney, but Edward Friel really wants him. And, and obviously he's out and injured for three and a half months. So I got a transfer request through today that he'll give me Azpilicueta for him. Should I be taking that yes. now? Yeah, fucking do it. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. He, like, he really wants to. It's Tierney. a dislocated shoulder, which means that he's out for three months. Dislocated shoulder's 16 to 20 weeks. You, you can't play with... You can, yeah, it's that fucked. Like you're in a sling. He, he's done. They said, yeah. said, said there's another scan, but he's got a dislocated shoulder. So he's not. He's definitely not going to play for four to eight weeks, 100%. So I have a feeling I have too many Arsenal players anyway. Oh, fuck yeah, you need that sort. Especially with Gunduzi's not going to play the now. I don't think he is either. Right. So I need to get rid of him, and I need to get rid of Oh, Tierney. no, no. Sorry. Correction, because Shaq is off injured, and so he's going to be missing for a couple of games. See? And that's and here is your reason. Like, Shaq is terrible. He's so a it's kind a of good thing. It's a good thing. Like, the yeah. moment, moment he gets injured. I, I hate him. I know. We, we know. See, <laughs> See when it went two one, uh-huh. he had a decent ten minutes before going off injured, and I do I think a little bit with Arsenal. It's we've never played professional football. See the confidence factor of not having won in eleven games. It looked like the last ten minutes looked like a different team. Yeah, like everyone to a man. Oh yeah, Pepe's goal was brilliant. Beautiful. Really he, good. Assist for Aubameyang is brilliant as well. Outstanding. Martinelli's the one bright spark of the season so, so far. I've bet on Arsenal all the time. It's just like a thing I do. It's like a tax I pay. Right? It's it's not it's not incredible <laughs> amounts of money. It's just something that I've got into the habit of doing over years now, and it really pisses me off if I don't do it and they win. So I just have to do it. Right? So you've not been pissed off a lot recently, uh, just for the other reason. Right? Well, eleven. No, no, no. Eleven. So so this week was the, like basically the first week I've not bet on them in any way, shape, or form. 
And I looked at it. I looked at it at half time, and they were nine to two, and that went up even more at the beginning of the second half because they were dreadful in the first half and they were even worse in the opening 10 minutes of the second half Shaka was the best te- player I was texting Gordon I was like I've got nothing on this game this feels amazing <laughs> right and of course they go and win 3-1 and I hate life again see and this is this is the exact reason I don't want him picking on fucking Liverpool right see he hasn't touched us all season and we're playing the best we've played in 20 years right now he's picking up uh, oh I think I'll pick Liverpool this weekend we fucking lose 3-0 to Watford my football my footballing life went Wednesday Rangers chucking away a two-goal lead away at Aberdeen yep. to fall behind Celtic by two points. Arsenal then losing at home to Brighton on Thursday night. <sighs> Rangers losing the cup final on Sunday when they should have fucking won. Mm-hmm. And then Arsenal 1-0 down at half-time. And I was, there was a part, my mate said to me leaving the cup final on Sunday, he went, do you ever think what it's like not to watch football? Yeah. Like, we could have had a nice Sunday. Yeah, yeah. We could have went to the pub and just had a few I- drinks and... Not felt like we're fucking our souls have been ripped it's out it's of it, body. That's what I always used to say to people, like when I was at school as a Dundee United fan and things like that. I'm like, oh, you know, Celtic or Rangers would have won again. And I'm like, yeah, we could be again. <laughs> and I talk to my mate Ross, who's a big Air United fan and goes to all their games. And I'm like, you see how other people live, mate? <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> it must be fucking excellent. They don't even care. They don't even go to games. But yet, when Celtic win, they're all over Facebook, like celebrating. Yeah. And there's me fucking on the bus back from our growth, <laughs> wanting to that's, throw myself in the that, That's the kind of thing we'd like, when you, being a Barcelona fan, right? Being a Barcelona fan is like the best thing ever, right? You show up to the stadium, it's not raining, right? Yeah. You fucking, you, sta- you sit there, your team pumps someone, you go home. You like, get a beer in the ground and stuff you, as you well. Get what? In, like, you bet in the ground, your team like plays interest in football. Then you're like, I've got to go and watch the Scotland national team. And I, I watch this and I think, it would be great if all of these players were really good. But the great thing about this... <laughs> So one of the good things about the Scottish national team <laughs> is they don't play that often. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> so not a week, it's not a weekly onslaught. So this it's, is okay, yeah. but when you're doing it week in, week out, it's over the Scottish winter, it's brutal. Yes. Do like, so, what you got? So for instance, I was at... I was <laughs> at um, I've got another moan about Arsenal. <laughs> so, so hold that, because while um, I'm on actually a really good run, just generally in life just now, it's, it's actually working all right for me. So I was through... I was is through, this just betting or like just... Every, that's what I mean. Right, everything's going right. He's Gr- white, his team's winning. <laughs> going to Green at Martin last night, right? So it's fucking awful weather. So I'm driving through with my, with my brother and we get, to the, we get to the gate and I've got my 20 quid out and the boy in front of me goes like that, mate, I've got a spare ticket for the match. Do you want it? I was like, yeah, of course I want it. So he just goes, all right, cool. Gives me in a go. And I'm like, oh, at least let me give you something for it. No, mate, would have gone in the bin. Fine. So in for free, save myself 20 quid. And then on Bet365, just jump on 20 quid on Shanklin to score, Dundee United to win, halftime, full time. Sales in. What a great wee night. Brilliant. That, that, does that make up for the previous 15 years of No, <laughs> no. <laughs> There's 60 quid. Have fun. So I have been regularly making it my own campaign. To fucking get the social media team at Arsenal sacked. Oh, Jesus. So, I, I love it, I, watching this. I did it with Brighton, right? I said, stop tweeting. Yeah. Tweet less. Just don't do it, right? Yep. You did. And then you mentioned that they keep posting old goals. Old goals. And they've done it almost every hour. Yeah. It's as if as if the club isn't in I, horrendous turmoil look right away, now. Look away. Look away. Keep looking away. Don't, yeah. don't look at him. Arsenal beat West Ham, who, with the exception of Watford, are the other horrendously out of form team. Yep. If you take away their Chelsea fluke victory, they hadn't won in 12 games. Yeah, they're dire. Between the final whistle and lunchtime on Tuesday morning, Arsenal's social media had posted 22 times about the victory over West Ham. 
Mental. That is fucking embarrassing. Yep. Yeah. And it's exa- it's everything that's wrong with the club. See that? Fucking showing fans dancing to the fucking subway. It's fucking embarrassing. You beat West Ham. They're, they're, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Their yep. manager's about to get fucking sacked. 22 times? I went through and fucking... I went through and counted. That's how raging I was. Because every time I went on, there was a new tweet about how good the result was. And I'm just going... Are you, is, are you fucking kidding me on? That was a BAU. That was business as usual. Move on. One tweet. Fucking next game. Because we're going to go to Liège with a weekend team in a competition that we can only get knocked out if Liège beat us 5-0, I think. Because we beat them 4-0 at home. Yep. Yeah. So only the, they can only catch us with a head-to-head. I'm not saying it's impossible that Arsenal lose 5-0. But it's, what, it's, unlikely. it's unlikely. It's unlikely. Even then, they're going to send a weak inside and lose. I love the I love the responses to those Arsenal tweets, though. Like the one you, you John had retweeted on uh, he'd been on Twitter, obviously been raging about it, <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd and I'd clicked on it and I'd went down, and someone had replied with a picture of a, a rear view mirror, and it said in the co- in the, the corner of the mirror, objects in the mirror are closer than they appear, and it had a picture of the Skybet Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that. Very into that. I. Well, the, what they I, are, the, the one I thought you were going to do was I had said tweet less and one of my mates had commented saying you should do that <laughs> sick burn yeah because I always forget that on Facebook as well see when I'm just so the season United were getting relegated right where fucking Stephen Thompson sold all our best players from under our nose and Jackie McNamara hoovered up all the spare change right <laughs> Fucking! I was I, I was on everything. I was raging, right? I was screaming at the games. I was shouting at people in park. Paul Payton offered to fight my brother. That was mental. Um, the he whole, was here below me at high school. The, was he in Limwood? Yeah, he's, so, he's at Hamden. Mental. He was on. The, he came he's, over to see the fans at the mental. end of the game, and we he's were all. I, I know he's mental <laughs> because we were we were all we, we were all in the stand, just fucking angry. And he's come over, maybe with good intentions, to like clap the the effort from opposing fans. But it's not the time, man. Right? Because we're all raging. Yeah. Right, so he's the only one that's come across, and of course he just gets abuse hurled at him, and I fucking come on down here and fucking say that to my face. Like, I know worries. I'm just going to get past all the stewards and like walk Aye. onto the pitch, like gladiator for like running the gauntlet for like a, a televised fight with you. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Jerry Sermon video. Aye, so I'll come him, down there. Even being on stage, yeah. twenty feet away from the guy that's threw a bottle at him, pointing at him, and then walking to the end of stage and then go back and get his guitar again and just start singing. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it was like that but you know obviously like emotions run really high in football especially that but that, that whole season I was just angry on social media at United but forgetting that like depending on what settings Facebook have like it gets flagged up to my mates like Andy's commented again on Dundee and I, <laughs> just me being raging and they're all just laughing at it every yeah, single time him. just like like yeah. like reshare yeah I wouldn't go to the lens I think maybe I would I think Almost smaller the club, the less inclined I would be to moan at someone. But see if I know Shaq is picking up 80 grand a week, I have no fucking issue abusing mm-hmm. him. Because I'm going, no, mate, you earn millions. The same way I would a banker that earns millions that's running a company on the ground. Yeah. I go, no. Whereas I wouldn't abuse a small business owner if I try to balance his books. So, so, so what, we were, what we were saying, that wasn't what happened at Dundee United. It was disgusting what happened at Dundee United. I just meant in size. I know, but Steve, Stephen, Stephen Thompson fucked that club from the inside out when his father died to try to take all his money back out, right? You're a fucking horrible snake. I mean, I'm a Rangers fan, I totally agree. R- Rangers fans dislike him, right? They, but a lot of them don't understand Dundee United fans hate him probably just as much. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really, really do. He, he killed the club. Um, 
but yeah, that that's your entire life, especially so the smaller teams as well. What I was saying, like going to all the games, it's a huge time investment. It's a huge money investment, and to see the club be ripped apart by people that are meant to be custodians of it is it makes you really angry. Yeah, and 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 the atmosphere was toxic, and it extended to the players on the pitch who perhaps maybe felt weren't trying so hard, but they got it, and it was all because of fucking Stephen Thompson. Other picks. Seem to get anything else that's interesting. I quite like apart, New- from, apart from Arsenal scudding City at the weekend. I quite like Newcastle away at Burnley because you'll get them over three at one. Yeah. Was that was that a sh- a sh- was that close to your outsider? It was close to my outsider. Yeah. Um, but I just fancy the Bristol Rovers game more. Okay. Um, you know, I wouldn't be advising anyone to necessarily back this, but go and have a look at Newcastle, who have pulled off some pretty good results recently. And Burnley, I think, have lost six of their last eight. Really, They're not as solid as when I've, they started the season. Uh, or. I think looking at their game against Tottenham and the comments that Sean Dyche said after the game, I think they'll be well drilled for that game. Can, can, we, can we also just dispel <laughs> one of the goals that happened last weekend that everyone is overreacting? What for? What Son's goal. Oh, Son's goal, yeah. Just best went, goal of all time ever. Yeah. Best goal of all time ever. <laughs> you cannot run 90 yards and if only two people try to tackle you. Yeah. That's exactly what Sean Dice is referring to when he said it's almost like nobody knew how to tackle him when the ball. Yeah. Yeah. How do you run 90 yards unopposed? If you uh, if you want to see another best goal ever from last weekend, I'm in one of these pick-a-winner things, right, from the Scottish League, and I picked Sterling, who twice took the lead against Brecon mm-hmm. and lost 4-2. Right, so I was like, how the fuck did this happen? I was just scrolling through it. The keeper scored. In a 4-2 win. So that's obviously not he's come up from a header. Oh, he's punted the ball. He's just fucking hit the ball as hard as he can from like just outside his own penalty box and it's just bounced Bounced twice. Yeah, one of those ones. What a goal. Yeah. I have no other bets. Disappointing. I thought you'd be over Arsenal. Mate, I'm never, there's no way I'm touching that. Man City are going to come and do a job on Arsenal. It's going to be really, really upsetting to watch. Can we go for it? What's your correct score? Uh, What do you think? I'm optimistic. I think 2-1 Arsenal. I'll go... I'll go oh my god with the way defensive playing I'll go 4-1 say uh, I'd say 3-1 say both teams just scores a lock then and <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened in your fantasy football oh fantasy football this week so in the trample bet league that was just free to enter everyone can come in Eddie Cassidy's running away with it he's got like a 26 point lead now huh. um, which is which is quite sizable uh, but you know that's not what matters what matters is the draft league um, and in the draft league, I managed to beat leader Ben Conley this week with a, Our a, came in leader, ben with a very unlikely turn of events. And it was six of my players are Arsenal players, so like I really need Arsenal to do well. Um, and Aubameyang <laughs> obviously scored. That was great. Kolasinac got assist points. Oh yeah, for and then I was Aubameyang got his three bonus points for the game, and I just started creeping up because he had like a twenty-something point lead going into that game. And then I was looking at it, going, "All I need now is for some substitutes to come on." To pick up like one point here or there, Gendouzi came on. That was it. Done. It was great. Who was it scored for Eddie Free last week to beat me? That was a very an- Moppy. Moppy. So Jason Stott posted in the Sheffield group. United. It, yeah. the Sheffield United. It's like you're in the clear. Uh, you're in the clear for a win this week, and I posted some gif. And yes, he's like, unless Moppy scores. And as I read it, Moppy scored. Aye. I was like, thanks, Jason. <laughs> so we have a wee bit of change in that league. So Neil Moore now leads the way with Moore. We don't have change in the balls. And um, <laughs> no, we don't. So, Gordon LePoy. Gord, it's a head to head league, so there's been 16 fixtures. Gordon has won two and lost 14, which is just incredible. 
Um, Neil Moore leads the way with 11 wins, one draw and four losses, and I actually play him this week. So I'm not even a... in it, and my record's almost as good as Aye, that. Yeah, pretty much. You need to be in it next year. The draft league's okay. amazing. You also need to be in it to win it. John, I know. fucking right, right. not putting yourself up for this stick I'm getting this league. <laughs> so there's loads of good picks out there yeah. this weekend. Um, do share them with us on Twitter or Facebook. Please, Please join the Facebook group. Uh, just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, but there's almost 100 of us in there now see, uh, sharing ev- picks, talking about it. See, every time we put up a podcast episode, share it, tell people. Yeah. Because when people share it, it goes up. It like, goes up massively. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we do need your help. Do you know what else would help? See when you're sharing it. See if you are actually a listener. Go to comment that you actually listen. Yeah. And tell people about the actual podcast. And the fact that we absolutely raped the bookies last week. Yeah, because it's really hard because people chime up when we get fucked. Yeah. But because you sell yourself as a betting podcast or prediction podcast, you don't get any credit for when you pull out a fucking... You That's pulled out a free, a free, almost 41 and you pulled out an 11 to 4. Yeah. 10 to 3. How many people? How many people have genuinely gone fucking sticking a three to one or a forty one in their coupon? Yeah. they? Yeah. Almost nobody's doing that. Like John, success has many fathers. Failure's an orphan, a fucking orphan. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know what that means. Well, I don't know, but it sounds good. It does you sound are good. alone as soon as you start losing, right? It's when you're winning, everything. Oh, I, oh, I tipped that bad boy. As soon as you fucking Cologne lose eight one, you're alone. But that's 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 two weeks in a row. Yes, it's been really, really, yes. really good. So hopefully this is a third one as well. Um, do do share it. Ask ask others to share it as well. Ask your ask your partner. Ask your friends to share it because even if they don't like football, someone in their network will. That that's exactly that, it. That's someone the whole point. Will like it. Someone will like this, someone will get involved, um, and at the end of the day, it's just, it's a bit of fun. It's fun, because what we also need is we want predictions back. Yeah. yeah. I do want to be told on Show Friday me and Saturday, who's, who have we missed? Yeah. Because there is loads that I don't look at, I'm like, God, fucking... <laughs> Any, anyway, that doesn't end in an itch or an <laughs> ev. <laughs> so yeah, share with you on Twitter. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at ASV Sports. Get me at underscore Gordo Mick. You can get me at John Walker underscore 1986 or you can get us all at Trample Bet. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.